Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Tonight, we're discussing page 16 of Alien Hunger, but not really. This page contains the end of the scene we talked about yesterday, the beginning of the scene we're going to talk about tomorrow, a beautiful illustration of an old beardy man slapping a rich young twerp, which I highly recommend. Go, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast and look at that if you haven't yet. And the rest of what's on the page is spoilers. For that reason, we're going to be spending today, uh, for the last time in the near future, on another dumb vampire trick. We're going to talk about a random vampire the masquerade discipline to give you a little more context about what kinds of powers vampires have, what they're capable of. So I'm rolling randomly for a discipline from Vampire the Masquerade, and I have rolled Obtenebration. Obtenebration is not exactly a core vampire discipline, but certainly one of the more vampire ones on this list. It is shadow manipulation, as practiced by the La Sombra, which is a clan of vampires from the Sabbat. I'm not going to get into a lot of stuff about the Sabbat and like the larger vampire setting here. It's not really applicable to this book, but basically the Sabbat are like wild vampires who don't play by the rules. They've got some clans that we're not going to see discussed in this book. One of those clans is the La Sombra, and that clan is known for its ability to manipulate shadows. So according to the White Wolf fandom wiki, quote, Obtenebration is the trademark discipline of Clan La Sombra, which is the unearthly control over shadows. It goes on to say, quote, Obtenebration is said to further damn the vampire who uses it, who removes himself further from God's grace and into the dark pull of the abyss. Seems a bit petty of God in this context. Like, you are a murderer, a blood drinker, an abomination in my sight, and also, I have a favorite illumination level and this is not it. But for whatever reason, fucking around with darkness does make God matter a matter at you. Also, it makes animals shun you, which makes sense because it says here, the unnatural darkness that you summon with obtenebration is scary for everyone, even other vampires. Animals hate it. People hate it. Vampires hate it. God hates it. Everybody hates it. And I have to admit that there's something fun and freeing in that. It's like when I was a kid, I had this building set. It's called Pipeworks. And it's like basically PVC tubes and like joints with little like child-friendly clickers to click them into place and you can build little structures. And that's how I mainly played with them. But the other way I learned to play with them is that if you got one of the pipes and then like rubbed it against your neck while your neck was kind of like grimy and sweaty, then it would make like an uncomfortable to listen to like screechy groany sound of plastic against skin. And there is something magical about discovering something like that and finding out, boy, everyone I know hates it when I do this. All I have to do is walk into a room and make this noise and I can hear everybody's good time being ruined around me. So it's, it's a very powerful feeling. So I, I sympathize with the La Sombra. It's a discipline that damns you, but there are perks. Aside from making cats, dogs, and God himself hate you, here's what you can do with Obtenebration. At one dot, you get a power called Shadow Play, which is the ability to kind of low-key move around and manipulate just the shadows that are already around. So this is kind of a special effects power, mainly good for spooking people out. It's cool and dramatic for an NPC. For my money, not a power you're going to probably use a lot for a player character, because when you need to prey on human beings or when you are otherwise anathema, you don't want the people around you to spend a lot of time in that danger zone between like taking no notice of you, 
thinks you're just a regular person on the one hand. And then on the other hand, total batshit, like paralysis, panic, submission, like extreme emotional reactions to being attacked by a monster. There's a dangerous middle ground there where somebody realizes you are just over the line to bad news and they're sure of it, but they haven't yet reached the panic stage. This is where vampires and clubs get bottles broken over their heads, right? This is where like the seductive young woman from whom you erotically fed earlier in the women's bathroom shows back up with a bunch of her friends and they all demand to see what's in your purse. Like th this is not where a vampire wants to be. And so being spooky, ostentatiously spooky, making people see weird things on the wall, shadows moving by themselves, darkness where there shouldn't be darkness. Those are just red flags you don't want to throw up. So this is good for theme, but generally if the darkness itself obeys your commands, you want to keep it in your pants, at least until you've sealed the deal. You know, if you want to freak people out or indeed just kind of impress people in like a belly full of blood post-coital situation, then sure, like make some shadow puppets. You can both have a good time with this. Uh, number two, with two dots of obtenebration, you get a power called Shroud of Night. This is the good shit. This allows you to, to quote the White Wolf Wiki, blanket an area in a cloud of unnatural shadow that obscures light, sound, and heat. This is some good, high-quality tactical darkness. Muffle sound, blocks light. As with many of the second-tier Vampire the Masquerade disciplines, there's kind of like a D&D spell feel to this. You know, talking to bats, turning into a wolf, being super fast, hypnotizing people with your eyes. Those I'll read primarily as vampire, creating like a 20 by 20 foot cube of magical darkness. It's really more wizard vibes than vampire vibes, but I'll accept it. It's got a cool gothic name, Shroud of Night. It's definitely effective. You can't deny that. You can use it for vampire shit. And it's effective and doesn't make you seem like a dork who doesn't have real vampire vampire powers, which is pretty much my criterion for second string masquerade powers. When I think vampire, I don't immediately think summon a blob of darkness, but but as a vampire, you can use all the darkness you can get blob or otherwise. And even if it's not exactly on brand, it's, it's at least brand neutral. It's not like you're out here pinning people to the wall of the alleyway outside the bar with Big B's grasping hand so you can suck their blood. At three dots, you get a power called Arms of the Abyss. This is where you get to create slash summon big black tentacles to help you fight. They come out of the shadows. You can grab people, crush people, whatever. This is a good, weird, effective, spooky power. Here's a move that you can use to like win combats, trap people, help you feed in a very practical way, as opposed to the first dot power shadow play where you can kind of make darkness appear to form little spin-off tendrils, but all they do is kind of wave to your victim like, hey, over there, have you noticed you're in danger yet? The four dot obtenebration power has varied between additions. Generally speaking, it's going to be what's called black metamorphosis, where you kind of create a war form by creating shadow armor around yourself and making shadow tentacles grow out of you. Not a power you would expect to see in a vampire movie, generally speaking, but definitely a power that a vampire would have in a video game. Like, I would be very surprised if this power was not at least pitched for the final boss of like Bram Stoker's Dracula on the Sega CD. Without even glancing at it, there has to be a Castlevania mini boss who does this. So even though it's not like classic literary vampire stuff, how literary do we want to be in this storytelling game? And do we want that level of literariness more than we want to have tentacles? I, for one, do not. Finally, at five dots of obtenebration, you have tenebrous form, which allows you to turn into an actual honest to God shadow that can only be hurt by fire, sunlight, or magic. Here at last, we have an actual classic vampire power that I think fits core Dracula competencies. You can sneak into rooms as a shadow. 
You've got like a weird deniable alternate form, which is a key thing about Dracula that people often miss. It's an important part of being a vampire, being able to turn into other things that like people can suspect they're actually Dracula, but they don't know for sure they're actually Dracula. That's really what like the bat form, the wolf form, the mist form. You're Dracula, you come into town, you meet a hot English lady, you start sniffing around, and then she or the male authority figure in her life are like, you stay away, Dracula, you back off. She, she is not available in your region, Dracula. You're from Transylvania. And then as Dracula, you're like, okay, okay, fine, I'm leaving. And then you go back to the castle. Then you turn on the Transylvanian VPN. You turn into a fucking bat. You fly back to her window later in the night, perch there, see her in her fucking negligee. And she's like, oh, what's that at the window? And you're like, an English bat, the very English bat. My region is authorized for these titties. Ah, ah, ah. And then you get to see those English titties. It's one of the many amazing special abilities of our friend the bat. But being a shadow, of course, if anything, even better than being a bat. You know, you can go underneath a closed door through the crack. You need no space to hide in, being two-dimensional. And you're immune to regular damage. So if you run into a fetching young woman who's got both amazing English titties and either an unusual knowledge of vampires or an unusual hatred of bats, you don't risk, you know, getting something heavy thrown at you and getting smushed up against the wall. So this discipline, obtenebration, this dumb vampire trick, it definitely gets a lot better when you have more dots, like more toward the four or five area. This is a really strong power, but you can only half recommend it because at one dot, you're getting very little play out of this. You're just kind of wiggling shadows around on the wall, making weird shapes, making, making people feel low-key uncomfortable. In terms of English titty access, a mid power at best. Maybe erotic shadow puppetry is going to score you a Lucy, but definitely not a Mina. And Mina is the one you might have to work to get. I mean, no offense to Lucy, not to take her for granted. Never count your English titties before they hatch, as they say. But it, it, like, if you're a vampire, I think you got Lucy. You're really choosing disciplines with an eye toward your more uh, securely corseted English ladies. Anyway, that's it for Obtenebration, and that's the last dumb vampire trick we'll be talking about for a while. Join me tomorrow when we rejoin the story of Alien Hunger for scenes two and three, where our protagonists, including original character Sir Allnut Bloodworth, join the ranks of the damned, and then, just after earning their immortality, they are invited by the storyteller to roast themselves to death on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying. So if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time. <laughs>